Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome, Sky community, to another episode of Sky Women Podcast. I am so excited to have you with us today. Whatever time, whatever day of the week you're listening, we have with us today Dr. Elizabeth Jong. She is an ophthalmologist, an oculoplastic specialist, and physician life coach. She helps physicians who feel stuck, burnout, or feel a lack of purpose to find motivation, work-life balance, and purpose again. And I don't know about you guys, but most moms feel this way. <laughs> Perhaps all parents, but you know, as a women's health professional, I'm not so much in tune with the male perspective. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. So I've been practicing oculoplastics for about five years now, and I've been uh, life coaching now just for the last few months. So what led you to life coaching? It really started with me getting burned out myself. So my first job was a private practice in Virginia. And I actually really enjoy the private practice. I joined that practice thinking that I was going to join and be partner. But I realized after being there for a few years that the owner of the practice was not someone I was actually going to end up being a partner with. And so because of that, I left. I decided I wanted to come back home, which is Cleveland, Ohio. And I ended up joining a big hospital, which I never thought I would do. But just to come home, that's sometimes you do things that you don't think you're going to do. And it didn't actually take that long to burn out in the hospital system. So I am right. the oculoplastic specialist. And that means I take 24-7 call for oculoplastics, which isn't necessarily heavy call, but still being on call all the time can really lead to burnout. So wear on you. Yeah. Yeah. So I started looking for, you know, other avenues. So Actually back in, so I did MD PhD and back in grad school, it was another time where I suppose burnout wasn't the word I used back then, but I was definitely kind of unhappy with life. And so I really started learning a lot about personal finance and investing with the idea of the FIRE movement, financially independent, retire early before I'd even like heard of FIRE or I think before it became the popular term that it is now. And so I really got my financial house in order very early on. And I had kind of mapped out a road to, to early retirement, even as a physician. And so when I was burned out, my first thought was, okay, how fast can I retire? <laughs> and so I uh, started looking into real estate investing again. I'd actually done some real estate investing during med school, during grad school, during that time I was doing all that personal finance and investing stuff. And I actually flipped two houses as a, as a grad student. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Okay, this is very forward thinking. I have to be honest. I mean, most of us are accumulating debt <laughs> in school and are not thinking about this at such an early time. And I think that it's probably also unique. A lot of uh, my listeners may not be physicians and may not understand the amount of stress that we go through just to become a physician, right? The amount of I mean, it's just insane. It's hard. It's hard to explain to somebody who's not in it, the hours and the anguish that go into becoming a physician. And around year five is where you kind of feel like, Hey, I've honed my craft. Right. And like, is there something else? Right. 
So what led you to the life coach school? Like, did you go to counseling? Did you see a psychiatrist? Did you look at other avenues or did, were you already in the, like the coaching realm, which I'm a big believer of coaching. I love coaching. We can talk about that a lot more. Yeah, no, I, I actually didn't really know what coaching was. So I actually took another real estate course just to learn how to do cash flowing rentals. And part of that course was working a mindset and they actually brought in a life coach to coach us and also had to start listening to Brooke Steele's podcast. They, one of the homework was actually just to listen to her first episode. And after listening to her first episode, I kind of just binged that podcast. I joined her self-coaching scholars and really just love that work. And I'm really the person where before when I was like unhappy and I would look at those like books or like, you know, how to be happy or, you know, those self-help books. And I might start reading them, but I, it just always was like too woo for me. Like the whole affirmation, like, okay, saying that something's great doesn't just make it great. Like you can't just believe something because you say it enough, but using the thought model, it really actually made sense to me. When I'm thinking about something, it's creating some feeling. And that is really what's actually propelling, you know, forward action. Right, right. So explain the thought model to everyone. Yes. So really there is, you know, circumstances. These are the facts of life, things that you can prove. And then there's the story we actually tell ourselves about everything that's happening. And that's really our opinion. And that's really subject to change. So, you know, the same circumstance, multiple people can have different opinions. Like you can think a rose is a beautiful flower and other people could hate roses, right? It's not guaranteed that if someone brings someone a dozen roses that they'll actually be happy with that. Most people might think, oh, but that's such a lovely thing. But if you're allergic to roses and someone brings you a dozen roses and they know you're allergic, then you're not thinking that it's such a nice gift. So right, right. You're, so you have thoughts about things that are happening and beliefs are just thoughts that you've been thinking you know, over and over again that you don't even realize that it's actually potentially an optional thought tease that out a little bit. So you have a circumstance and that's like, for instance, since you're interested in money, the circumstance is the bank balance, right? And you have thoughts and feelings about those that drive your action that get you the results that you want. Mm -hmm. And so within the model, we can consider, well, the results I actually want is X. And then, so how do you work backwards? Well, how do I need to think and feel and act in order to create those results. So, you know, if your result is you want to have a million dollars in your bank account and, you know, be able to call yourself a millionaire, you know, what kind of actions do you have to take to get there? Well, you probably have to take actions that build wealth, which is mostly, you know, buying assets, whether that's real estate or it's a business that produces income. And well, what do you have to actually feel in order to do those actions? Well, maybe you have to feel confident. Maybe you have to feel, you know, strong. Maybe you have to feel knowledgeable. And well, what thoughts are going to make you, you know, think those feelings? You have to maybe think, I know how to invest in real estate and make money. And if you keep thinking that, then, you know, you may feel confident and then you're going to do the actions of looking at real estate properties and calculating how much income could this bring me for the cost and what can I do to, do I fix this place up so that I can increase the rents? And by taking all those actions, then you can produce that result. Okay. All right. So you had an exposure to coaching and you thought, this is really amazing. This thought model can really 
help us to manage the 60,000 thoughts we have that go through our head every day, right? Right. And you can almost, you can really choose what you're believing in order to get the results and live the life that you want, right? To live a rich life. So tell us about your decision to get trained in life coach. Yeah. So, you know, it was during the pandemic and I had a lot of extra time because I wasn't necessarily going out and, you know, doing a lot of things that I used to do with my time. And so I, when coach certification came up, I was like, you know, I think I might just do this. And I wasn't even necessarily thinking of becoming a coach at that time. I had just heard from some other people that by doing certification, you get coached so much and you really learn so many of the concepts to a deeper level that it's transformative in itself. And so I kind of went in with that mindset of just looking for self-transformation but I really found that I really enjoyed coaching. So, you know, with coaching, you really help people. So, you know, one reason why a lot of us go into medicine is that we want to help people. But the really lovely thing about coaching that I don't necessarily have in medicine is that there's a lot of one-on-one really personal interaction. And I do feel like in clinic, it's patient every 15 minutes, get through the door, like one after another. And you don't always have time to stop and just really chat and coaching is a lot about just stopping and really, you know, going through the mind and the thoughts. Absolutely. So how is, so for those who aren't, haven't been exposed to coaching, first of all, the podcast that you started listening to is the life coach school, right? With Brooke Castillo, but how is coaching different than like seeing a counselor or seeing a psychiatrist? Yeah. So therapy, it tends to be very past focused. It tends to be very like what happened in the past and how that is affecting you now. Whereas coaching is much more future oriented. It's not that we may never talk about the past, especially with money. I will talk uh, with clients about what their past thoughts were about money, you know, what their parents taught them about money, what they thought about money in the past and in different times of their life. But it's not like, well, tell me about this traumatic event and really breaking down the traumatic event. And now how is this traumatic event like affecting you now? Whereas coaching is really like, okay, let's look at where you are now and what your thoughts are and where do you want to go? And how do we need to get your thoughts to transition to what you need to be thinking in order to take the actions to get the results you're looking for? Right, right. Well, I feel like in coaching, a lot of that past almost resolves itself as you kind of work through some of these concepts and you realize that, oh, the only reason that's a belief is that's a thought that I've thought of, you know, 10,000 times <laughs> over and over again, right? And some people need counseling and psychiatry and this, this is not what life coaching work is, right? Life coaching is like leveling up. Yes. Would that be no, fair? Some people, some people get counseling and therapy and also do life coaching at the same time. Right. And they can still benefit from life coaching and therapy, they're, but they're two separate realms. Agree, agree. Okay, just wanted to make sure we clarified that. Okay, so tell us how you feel like it's transformed your life. Yeah, so I was at the point where I would actually sit in my car in the parking lot on my way, you know, like outside my office, outside the medical building and be like, I don't want to go in. And instead now I'm like, okay, what thoughts can I think to make today a great day, right? Just even asking great questions, like how am mm -hmm. I going to make today great? How am I going to connect with my patients today? How am I going to work on whatever 
that needs to be worked on. So just changing that mindset around. The other thing that coaching has really helped me realize is that we just can't change the past. And so there's no reason to keep thinking about it. So the other day I had a surgery that didn't go great. And there was a, a turning point where I kind of made a decision. And in retrospect, I wish I had made a different decision. And there was a time where I would have ruminated a lot about that. But now I realize like you can only go forward. So how was that a learning experience? And once I get the learning experience out of that, then I can apply that for the future. But there's no reason to keep being like, I wish I did this because you can't change the past. You know, all thoughts are optional. So you have a life coaching business. So tell us about it. Tell us your niche. Tell us how we can find you. So it's called Wealthy Mindset. And my website is www.wealthymindsetmd.com. So I help physicians who feel tied to their paychecks make a plan uh, towards financial freedom so that they can practice medicine on their own terms. But I also am happy to coach any physician who just feels stuck or feels burned out and just really needs to bring some more peace and joy into their life. So for those who are listening who aren't physicians but are really intrigued, why don't you give us like your top tips for women and money and why it's important for women to own their money. Yeah. So one thing is really to just not hide from it. For some reason, a lot of women just feel like that's the man's job, or I don't know if it's mindset from when they saw in, at their homes when they were growing up, but a lot of women just kind of let the their husbands like take care of the money. But what I would really recommend is having the conversation because Statistically, the woman is going to outlive the man and you're going to need to know what your money situation is when, you know, your husband, if you're like 90, you know, dies before you do. And, you know, I think a lot of husbands would be willing to, you know, share that information with their wives if they just showed some interest. And so just not being afraid of the numbers, looking at the numbers, especially if you're a physician, it's not nearly as hard as learning medicine. Right, right. You've done harder things. Okay, so own the story. And for single women as well, like there's no reason to wait around for your partner in life, right? You could be building wealth on your own. Definitely. You know? And I think one of the important things to realize is that building wealth is about buying assets. So with medicine, a lot of us have a lot of debt from medical school, and I'm not saying don't pay down that debt, but you don't want to just focus on paying down debt and not at the expense of investing because compounding and compound interest requires time. And so you want to be investing towards your retirement, even while you're paying down your student loan debt, especially if your student loan debt is at a low interest rate, you've got to look at you know what the potential upsides are to investments versus paying down that student loan debt. Right. Yeah. Good advice. And okay. And number one thing is to really live within your means. Like, so, you know, we go from being medical students where we have no money to being residents where we have a little money to suddenly being attendings where there is you know, a lot more income for at least most of us. And so when you make that leap, go ahead and spend a little bit extra on yourself, but don't just grow into that new paycheck. Right, right. Because suddenly you find yourself not having any breathing room and living paycheck to paycheck. Right. And when you're living paycheck to paycheck on a six-figure salary, then that can be a lot harder for you to be saving for retirement because if you're just using the 401k vehicles, there are limits on how much you can put in. So you really are going to have to save beyond 
the retirement vehicles that are available to us. Right, right. Okay, great advice. Well, happy to be here and talking to your audience. If you're not a physician and you're still thinking about a life coach, there are lots of life coaches out there with all different niches. If you're interested in a life coach school coach, that there is a directory of life coach school coaches at the website where you can look and see um, to find someone who might suit what you're looking for. There are life coaches who are, you know, niche just on weight loss or life coaches who, you know, just discuss, you know, style there's and how to dress. So there's a life coach for probably anything that you need one for. Right. Anything you're wanting to level up on in life, there's probably a coach for you. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And tell us one more time the name of your business and where we can find you. Yeah. So the name of my business is Wealthy Mindset. And my website is www.wealthymindsetmd.com. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much. All right, Sky community. Thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health. Or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.